You're listening to the Screeners Podcast Network. Well, hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Next Trek Podcast. My name is Chris. And I'm Tyler. And we are back again to talk, well, not Star Trek again this time. You know, Discovery's still not back, Tyler. I'm shedding tears I know. weekly. This is, uh, it's getting sad, I'm going to say. And we're like, at 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 least, we're f- like, at minimum, we're five months away. Like, if it premieres in September, like, they're kind of teasing that it might five months. It's not happening, though. Four that months, would, I guess. That would be unbelievably impressive, and yeah. I would be very happy if that happens. It's probably going to be sometime yeah. in 2019. Is my it's just be kind like of spring 2019. Yeah, I'm, I'm just hedging my my thoughts and prayers that way. Um, but I would love for it to come out in September. That'd be awesome. No, this time we're going to talk about season one of Lost in Space on Netflix. Now I'm going to yes. be really honest with you. Um, what is your kind of background in Lost in Space? Are, have you did you watch the original? What I think is 1960s series. Yeah, I I've seen it. Um, okay, you know this is one of those like on TV Land. It was on in the background, right. you yeah. know, but it was never Star Trek, and so that was kind of my. My unfortunate rejection of it. I couldn't tell you. I mean, have you watched it? Is it good? Is it not good? No, I have. I've. I've I'm about where you yeah. are. I'm. I'm familiar yeah. with it. I've seen several episodes. I remember doing. Yeah. I remember watching episodes with my aunt when I was growing yes. up, like over Christmas um, holidays, like when we'd go up there for Christmas holidays. So I remember watching a few episodes, but never really getting into it. Never feel. No. I always felt like it was like a. I don't know, toned down, watered down, more campy version of even Star Trek, which is right. you know, amazing to say. It's but, almost it's like it's like Battlestar Galactica, like old Battlestar Galactica yes, kids. You know, exactly. and I guess they did have what was his name? Boxy? Was that the there was a kid, I guess, on Battlestar Galactica, but like it's nowhere near the campiness of Lost in Space. But I did see the mid '90s oh, remake movie when I was, I you know, what, as a teenager, movie. I guess. Yeah, and I adored yeah. it. I really liked that movie. I know it is yeah. panned now. Critically, people don't like that film, but I enjoyed it. I, I liked I, a lot. I just that. rewatched it for this. Did you? How yeah, How not, was not the rewatch? This, I, I didn't it. rewatch it. Well, I watched it the day before because I actually mi- – or a week before maybe. I think I misremembered the day that uh, Lost in Space came out. I thought it came out maybe a week before. So I, I uh, like, logged in ready. You know, okay, I'm going to – you know, it's Friday night or Saturday morning or whatever it was. And I'm going to I'm gonna binge some Lost in Space and that didn't happen. So, um, yeah, it's, it, is, it is not as bad as people say it is. Um, it's 1998 special effects, which it, in some ways is like really like there's there's a, a few parts of it where I was like, wow, this is 1998. This looks actually really good, and then there are some parts where it's really really bad. Like there's, there's a like CG a CGI, monkey yes, or cat or pole cat or something. Oh, yes. that is rough. That is the roughest part of the show. But it's got it's got William Hurt and um, Mimi Rogers and Gary Oldman like multiple Academy Award winning actors, Heather Graham, who not, I don't know why I added her after Academy Award winning <laughs> actor, but, but, yeah. uh, you know, uh, and, and, you know, I, I of course watched it because of Matt LeBlanc, you know, just, I'm a huge friends fan, huge, huge friends fan. Um, and yeah. it turns out he cannot act outside of friends. 
So no, he's just, so bad. He is yeah. so, so bad oh. in that movie. I do remember him all, always thinking like, man, he's just, what's wrong with him? Why, yeah. why is he oh. acting that way? He's yeah, Joey. Even when I, it, 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 in fact, yeah. I was like, it's like Joey, like this is a movie Joey acted in, in Friends. Yes. Like, so in yes. my mind, it's like it's a better movie than he is. Oh, it's rough. That's funny. Yeah. That's funny. Okay, yeah. so when I heard that Netflix was making a Lost in Space television show, I really didn't know what to yeah. expect. I wasn't no. sure if they were going for gritty or if they are going for family-friendly or if they were going for campy or what it was. But here it is, ladies and gentlemen. They just announced, I think today, that it's been yep. renewed for season two. So yeah. we know we're going to be getting more Lost in Space. So, Tyler... You're going to walk us through this discussion. Let's talk about Netflix's Lost in Space. All right. Well, I let's do kind of just an overview, general thoughts, and then we can okay. get into maybe a deeper dive. Uh, kind of, you know, kind of all our screeners. You know, we will we'll get a do we recommend? Do you watch it? Do you binge it? And then we'll get into the deeper dive. Um, so yeah. I guess I'll throw this right back at you. What did you think? I mean, is this is this uh, something that people should sit down and uh, spend 10 hours watching. Uh, yes. It actually instantly had me from the the first episode. I thought it was really well-paced, a very yeah. interesting idea. And, you know, through the entire season, as you may guess, the whole thing is about family, right? Yeah. And oh, knowing what that means and what you do for family and the extent that you will go and and you know, how you will change and be willing to protect as well as, you know, all the things, all the things. So it's it's a wonderful kind of sci-fi veneer rather than Star Trek's looking for like, you know, humanity as a whole and culture and all yeah. that. This is more sci-fi on top of family. Like yeah. what can science fiction teach us about how to be a family? And um, I, I found it immensely watchable really liked it a lot i watched it on a couple of different trips i think i split the season into kind of two chunks and i i thought it was wonderful there were a couple of episodes one or two that kind of um kind of lost a little bit of steam for me that you know it was unfortunate i just felt like there was probably really good like five episodes six episodes they decided they needed whatever this was i think it was 10 i believe yeah it was 10 i thought it could be eight i thought it could be eight amazing and and not that they were bad like two of them i couldn't even point to which two episodes were bad i just felt and none of them were bad it was more just eh, it dragged a little bit just just in the later the latter half It, it, it kept feeling like a two steps forward one step back and then sometimes one step forward, two steps back. It just kind of became a little frustrating that they were able to solve problems so very quickly. And I'll give you a before I don't, I don't they do it at the, the very last episode of the season. But I'll, I'll, I'll use the example from the very first episode. And that is there is a character that is trapped um, and it is very quickly um, uh, the solutions very quickly found and then. An even bigger problem, uh, which is the ship is stuck, and that yep. solution is very quickly, and it just seems like, oh wow, isn't it lucky that we found this thing that should get us out of this huge problem that we've been having? And they right. even at the very end of the season, there's like, oh, we find this thing that is the answer to all of our problems that we've been worrying about this entire season, and it's kind of like, that's kind of bad storytelling. So there's some Although- of those things that were bad. I just felt like was bad story, like bad like storytelling resolution 
But the yeah. characters, the oh, family, man. the acting, I thought was top notch, wonderful. The visual effects, the all of that yeah. stuff is really, really, really good. So some of the storytelling stuff we can get back, we can talk about when we get into spoilers. But for me, yeah, man, especially if you're a fan of sci-fi, if you like family drama. I think you're going to like Lost in Space. And I'm excited it's getting a season two. So yeah, definitely watch it, binge it, whatever. However you do Netflix, I'd recommend doing it. Yeah, I, I echo that. I, the characters, um, even just as you were talking, I was like, okay, so plot stuff. What plot stuff is happening? in Like the plot really doesn't matter. It's in the, it's in the right. title. They are lost in space, right? That's that's it. Um, they're on yeah. a planet for most of it. Spoilers, they get on a planet. It's, it's, yeah. a, um, it's that show. But... Um, it is, you are immediately drawn into the family dynamic. It is, it's not an exceptionally dysfunctional family. There's a couple problems. Um, you know, there's, there's a, a, a dad, the dad is, is a little bit, um, more than a little bit distant, but he's working on it. And it is each kid, um, in the family, each member of the family gets their due, gets their moment to shine, um, gets their moment to falter. And um, even Will, you know, the big the big criticism of Will that I've always read about in, in the show and then it was like that in, in the 1998 movie was that Will Robinson is just, you know, he's ult, you know, so ultra competent that it's unrealistic. And and that's to a sense in a sense true, but he's but they don't let him they don't let us forget he's a kid in here. They don't let us forget that any of the kids are kids and yet they're they are faced with these immense amazing odds um that that they just surpass I, and yeah i'll just i'll just echo man the, the visuals are stunning yeah. in this movie they really i i would say they they rival uh discovery they rival a lot of the things that um that is that's going on on tv right now um i i can't really pinpoint a, a time where they where they just faltered or were were really terrible and, I don't think um, they. Yeah, I don't think they ever did. I, I think this this no. show's production value is right up there with Discovery. Right up there with now they did a smart thing by placing this on a planet, so they're not doing yes. a whole lot of like it's a lot of set design, which is one. Right. But it's all that really works well. It does. Yeah, and the thing that that cannot be uh, praised highly enough is Parker Posey. Parker Posey's Doctor Smith is just is just amazing. She is so subtle and so earnest and diabolical and wonderful and watchable. It's great. It's really, she it's, is. You're, it's hard amazing. to figure her out the entire time, yes. even though, you know, she's the last minute. Yeah. You can't yeah. figure her out. Why, why, why did she do what she did? Like all that oh. stuff is very, very difficult. I have to say too, and I'm sorry, I'm interrupting you, but Mina Sunwall, oh. Mina Sunwall, who plays, uh, Penny Robinson. Yeah, I oh, think she's the best part. Yeah, I think she's the best. I, I loved her so much. M- my wife and I, when we were watching the show, were convinced that she had yeah. to be Molly Parker, who is who's the mom, Marine Robinson. We were convinced that she must be related in some way, yes. shape, or form. Oh um, yeah, but and but apparently they're like not. Her first credit. I think I looked her up too, and she's not done much or anything before this. She's like in a horror movie, and she's done a couple of, I think, a couple television shows. But this is her first kind of major project. Yeah. Yes. Oh, she did do hashtag horror. That is yeah. true. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Watch a couple, cu- couple, couple of like smaller stuff and smaller roles, but this is the first kind of, you know, coming out, I guess, for her. And I think she nails it. She's so oh, good man. in this movie. I mean, in this, in this she's, series. 
Yeah, she's funny. She is. Um, she's very earnest the whole time. You you absolutely believe she is this fish out of water that kind of just joined the 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 trip because everybody else in the family wanted to be on this colony ship. Yeah, uh, she eats Oreos and is like talking to herself. Like she's just she's yeah. one of the best parts of this entire show. I agree. It, I fully agree. Yeah, I, I I loved her. She was fantastic, fantastic. Yeah. If there's a weak one of the bunch, it it might be Maxwell Jenkins' Will, Will Robinson, but I don't think I would even say he's weak. Just maybe weak in comparison. He's just I mean he's, he's really all of what maybe ten, uh, twelve, and is yeah. So he's not as he doesn't have the acting chops that some of them do. But I, I think that'll just um, improve with with time. Yeah, yeah. I I. I... I, I have nothing to say about the whole. I think whoever the casting director is for this yeah. series, freaking nailed it. Like, yeah. really, really did. I I was yeah. very, very, very surprised and happy with it. Because again, even if the plot doesn't like really get to you, the I think the the characters and the drama that they go through will. So that's yes. that's worth it. That's worth it alone. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I, my my short verdict is. Absolutely watch it. I'd say, you know, watch it as, as quickly and on as big of a, a screen as you possibly can. And yeah. four, four, 4K HDR, it. 4K HDR for yes. Netflix if you can. It is <sighs> glorious. Glorious. Absolutely. I just got a new TV not long ago and that was, and it, it's a 4K and I was so excited. I, I, I got it right after Discovery ended, so I didn't really get to do much Discovery with it, but this was a good it's a good thing to watch on it. Well, that is the bummer that Discovery is not in 4K or HDR. So it's not okay. So I didn't miss. No, you didn't miss it's much. Just, it's you just 1080p. Now sometimes the 4K upreses it and makes it look a little bit better, but it's you know it's not um, it's not a direct feed from from CBS, which is which is a bummer. Which is a bummer because whenever I watch a Netflix or an Amazon show, if it's a if it's a you know original series from them, they're always in 4K HDR, and they of course that's what I assumed. Yeah, so good. Yeah. Wow. Um, let me let me do some quick, just a quick aside as we're as we're talking about this. So I, I looked into who the the producers are, the the showrunners. And so it's Matt Sazama and Burke Sharpless. Uh, any idea what they've written before this? I have no idea. Why don't you tell you. me, Tyler? Oh, oh, I'm going to tell you this. <laughs> so this is. <laughs> I can't, I can't believe that this came out of them. And and I guess all respect to them. We have Dracula Untold, The Last Witch Hunter, starring I believe Vin Diesel, Gods of Egypt, and Power Rangers. Okay, I enjoyed Power Rangers. I actually can kind of see Power Rangers in this. So there's a little bit of Power Rangers in this. More than Gods of Egypt. Ugh, that. (laughs) Did you like Power Rangers? Sorry, this is even more of an aside. But did you like Power Rangers? I don't remember it. Oh, really? That's, I, I, I don't remember. I know I saw it. I, I don't know. I don't remember it. I, I um, saw it with my sister. I, I saw it with my sister. We were huge fans of the original series when it was on television. And so it was kind of maybe a little bit more see, I nostalgia. I wasn't allowed to watch it. I'm sorry? I wasn't allowed to watch it. What? Yeah. I know. Oh. It's violent, man. It's, it's man. It's, that was, that was a big deal. I remember sneaking, um, when oh what was it? So I did watch some of it. When the Green Ranger, wait, the Green Ranger becomes the White Ranger, and there was like a mini series or something like that. Uh-huh. And it was, or, or when they introduced the Green Ranger, I don't remember specifically. Other than um, I was desperately in love with Kimberly. So, well, everybody was. Everybody. I was. mean, come on. 
Yeah. It's just like everybody was involved with uh, Kimberly Kapowski, Kapowski on uh, 90210. Uh, not 90210, I'm sorry. Uh, Saved by the Bell. <laughs> that's right. That's she right, was on, on 90210 as well. But, uh, that's you know. true. Anyway, sorry, this is way too far off. But that's insane. No, this is just some I'm, insights I'm, into us. I'm glad that you um, you brought that up because that is shocking and horrifying. And um, yeah. And wow. I think in the best way. Like, who would have thought this would come out of gods of egypt writers you know maybe hey maybe their script to gods of egypt and the last witch hunter were just stellar and in production you know they just got they just got really um, badly destroyed yeah they 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 had three misses right yeah exactly that was totally not even yeah that's not their fault that it was happened three times yeah i think it's more likely that the directors and the i have all never mind whoever let's just keep going let's just keep i'm gonna take all of this out of the episode (laughs) All right. No. So uh, after that, just uh, let's let's do do a deep dive. So beyond this point, everybody, uh, there will be spoilers. We're gonna get into it, but uh, stop this and uh, and watch the show right now, and then come back and join us. So let's let just kind of we we open the door already. Let's talk about characters yeah. a little bit. We I think you know the, the show is based the original show is based around the Swiss Family Robinson in space. Basically, is the premise, and. Right. And I love that. I really, I think you you said it best. This is a show that explores family um, mm-hmm. in an unconventional situation. It uses the lens of sci-fi to dig into what family is. Right. It is. So we've got uh, we've got Maureen and John, played by Molly Parker from uh, House of Cards, and Toby Stevens, who, uh, in addition to being um, Rochester from Jane Eyre with Mia Wasikowska, he was a Bond villain from Die Another Day. So mm-hmm. solid credit right there. Talking about amazing films like Power Rangers. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. Uh, All in that same pantheon. <laughs> yep. Quiet, quality film. Um, they have, they've got three kids, Will, who's 11, and uh, uh, Penny, who we've already talked about. Uh, Will is Maxwell Jenkins. Penny is Mina, Mina Sundwall. And uh, Judy, who is... Uh, Taylor Russell and she Judy is uh, more than I think about her she is a, a bit of an oddball because she's she's a doctor and also is is adopted by um by uh, John uh, she's she's Marine's daughter from a previous either marriage or relationship yep. and but but John is dad to her right and I correct I really liked that I thought that was oh, a good addition um in addition to I, I loved least, it because yeah. I loved it because they don't they they bring no they don't explain it in the first episode. In fact, I don't they think don't it's until it for like a while. I, yeah, I don't think it's until like episode eight that they actually yep. even he even says, you know, she. I, I mean, I think it was actually the final episode when he's up uh, in space about to die. You're right. I think he he says what the background is, so you get for sure you know. Because I wasn't sure if she was adopted, she adopted or yeah. yeah, exactly, any of that kind of stuff. Oh, because whatever. We, we should say the reason that that's brought up is because she's African American of African American descent, um, and and the rest of the family is you know pretty white, and so right. the, yeah. the question comes up. You're like, oh, there's all these you know white people sitting around the table, and and I'm I love that they just didn't. Other than you know we the audience visually have the question. It is, they don't draw attention to it. She's a part of the family. No, it's not yeah. a plot point. It's great. Right. Uh, other than it's an emotional point, a character point, like you said, in, in a, I think it's, you're right, it's episode 10. Yeah. Um, he's using it to basically just say, she she just accepted me. You know, right. he's got this rocky relationship with Will. He's got this rocky relationship with, um, with Penny. And obviously, you know, throughout the whole thing, he and Maureen are 
basically just openly discussing do we get divorced or not when we get to uh, the colony. Right. And Judy is is just as much his daughter as, as the other two. It's great. Yeah. No, it is good. It is good. So let me ask you this. I know I'm kind of derailing you maybe. Let's uh, do it. So, but like, so I was discussing earlier, you know, the plot points that I feel like uh, just kind of get looked over really quick, you know, sure. specifically, you know, the, the Jupiter two being encased in ice. They yeah. get, Oh they, yeah. So that's what you didn't like. I was going to ask. They got that out really super quick. in the second episode, like the first episode was like this big, like bum, 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 bum. And the second episode was like, no problem. Mm-hmm. And then, um, f- the, the finale, you know, the f- last, whatever it is, half back half of the season was, or all of the season really is finding all the Jupiters and getting enough fuel to get back mm-hmm. to the, um, uh, what is it called? The big ship. The Resolute. Uh, the I Resolute. Think. Yes, you're right. Yeah. So that's their big goal. And the problem is they've all run out of fuel and they can't find it. And so it's a big issue and a big problem. And they, you know, yeah. even the dad puts, you know, uh, puts himself in position to, you know, go into harm's way and his ship blows up and blah, 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 blah. And as it turns out in the final episode, they just find a bunch of poop and they yeah. use that. Yeah. And it just, what do they shovel the poop I for, I into there? I actually forgot about that. They just shovel uh, the poop into their into their like there's no processing involved. There's well, so no issues. It was just they was do just, mention it earlier on. Is is that um like it, that's it? It's at least a seed is sown for the um. Wow, well, I just sorry, I thought of a really corny. I was gonna say the turd has dropped earlier on, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had to go there. Uh, way earlier on in the in the series, they do say you know the the best thing is that the the Jupiters are all you know potentially self sustainable. It would take a long time for us to uh, you know. Uh, create that much waste in order to to be able to fuel the ship so at least they sow the seed there but yeah okay but again like so if that's the thing isn't then, that processing then, then, well no but again they should at least say okay well this team is going to go to other jupiters and siphon off fuel uh this team is going to go look for poop uh right. this team you know what i mean like they why, right. why weren't they actively looking if they knew that yeah. was a, sol- a possible solution why were they not actively looking for that? It just, it felt a little silly to me that 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 was just a, again, like it's not a big deal. It's more about the characters. It's more about them and it's about their family dynamic. And that's what, what I'm focused on. And I I really enjoyed, but some of that more sci-fi adventure story plot stuff, the bigger plot stuff, really, they, they kind of just got rid of real quick. It was like, there's a problem here. It was much less about the, yeah, about the actual plot or the, the sci-fi-ness really even of it. Right. Yeah. Yes, and, which and is fine, like which is fine, but it's just still, it was just a little bit like, oh, really, guys, you just bat poo and you're going to throw that <laughs> and that's going to be I even it. wonder if it was to highlight the the ineptness of the, the bureaucrat who's elected the leader of the, the colonies Maybe. and just like, oh, why don't you, okay, dude, you're in charge and you make a big deal about letting everybody know how in charge you are right. and you're, you're not uh, collecting... Um, yeah, you're not collecting the poo, I guess. Yes. So, uh, anyways, that that was my biggest problem with the series. Yeah. I think everything else is really, really kind of spot on and, and a lot of fun. Yeah. And yeah, really good. Yeah. Okay, so there was something I thought you were gonna say was really the thing you didn't like, the thing you had a problem at the beginning with, and I'm I'm happy you changed your mind. I think the moment that I really fell in love with the show was Judy being stuck in the ice, and I. Don't know why that was for me other yeah. than it, it was so – it's unique first. We don't usually get somebody who is you know in a spacesuit, trapped in ice, literally frozen you know, with her hand nearly reaching out. And she is 
she is trapped. A character we don't know is stuck in the first episode. And then yeah. what and the effect that that has on her throughout the season. I, I wish it had extended. I think they 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 ended that maybe too quickly. I think that should have hit you know through through episode ten. Um, she kind of seemed to have dealt with it by about episode five or six. But I loved that, and just the fact that it was a, it was a connection point for her mom, uh, her dad, her brother, her sister. They all rallied around her being trapped in the ice, and I I loved it. I think that was it was so right. good. So when you when you talked about something getting stuck in the ice and then yeah. not being able to get out, I was like, oh shoot, dude, you don't like this moment, which is the best, but yeah, I loved it. No, I I, I did like that moment. I just thought it was it was uh, resolved rather quickly mm-hmm. slash, um, uh, yeah. Anyway, so but I I I like that moment. I like the look of it. Also, like you said, it's a character we don't know. So I thought maybe this might be the catalyst, mm-hmm. like her death, maybe the catalyst for. Yeah. You know, whatever. So I just wasn't I wasn't sure where we were going with it. So anyway, Yeah, and yeah. and I I kind of wish I do wish that they had decided to maybe depart from the Lost in Space format a little bit more. In fact I thought they would. We haven't talked about this character at all yet, but the robot, which is so yes. cool, I thought they were gonna destroy it at the end. I mean they it looked like they had and then he comes back and so I and then they destroy him again. And then though. they destroy him gone. again. It, so is yeah. he gone? That's, I guess, my question. Is he actually gone, do you think? Well, I think the device that is somehow entrenched itself in the ship of the the J-2, okay. uh, I think, is going to somehow... him, sort of? Yeah, something. I, I don't. I don't know what it is. I don't know why it is. Yeah. But I. I it's it's got to be important, right? Because both creatures it, were sort of fighting over it and, and going after it, right? Right. Yeah. Correct. So, and obviously, I think it was also the thing that was giving them gravity at the last episode. Remember, they oh, said like, "I didn't even think why about is this, that." Yeah. Why? Why is there no? Why is there gravity here? And it's because this this unit is somehow their power source or a homing beacon or it's something worth fighting for because yeah. it's not like it's. I don't think it doesn't seem like it would be something that's common because these aliens seem to be continuing to want it back. Yeah. It must be the heart of their ship or because isn't that where they found it and was in their ship. Right. No, I know. But what I'm saying is, is that it's not just that it's, I don't feel like it's something that's a common thing, even for that robot alien race. Sure. Because the other robot alien wanted that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like if it was simply just a, a, part of all of their ships why would it be important for them to recover it true there's got to be something special lost. about it you know they are they are also lost and like you said maybe it's a homing beacon and that is their only way back that's a very good point yeah. it could be that that thing that. is has the only way to get home yeah maybe he was finally able to map it or whatever so i don't know if it's maybe his consciousness is in that thing mm-hmm. and they'll we'll get a new version of the robot next season or sure. whatever but i don't think the robot will be gone because that's kind of an iconic it's part the of tagline of the show is his danger will robinson yeah uh, yes exactly yeah I, totally i I mean, I, I will I will applaud them, I think, if they are brave enough to, to leave him dead or leave him gone. I think that would be really interesting on their part. But um, but I feel like it's – so I think it's right for them for it to be safe right now. I think that's that's okay. Um, I, I thought, like you said, maybe maybe they would kill Judy or something at the beginning but uh, and that would be a rallying point as well. But I, I think I'm pretty happy with uh, with where they went with that. Um, what, what did you totally. think just overall totally. about the, the robot and Will? 
Uh, you know, and this is something that I meant to say during our visual effects chat. Oh, man. But uh, the fact that they have gone to such lengths to really merge practical effect yeah. and digital effect with with a lot of mastery here. Yes. I loved it was a dude in a suit. It really but was. Every once in a while there would be a, you know, digital, you know, whatever that you know, you turn into this digital thing. Yes. And I thought they all complemented themselves really well that it was dude in a suit for most of the time with you know, just long arms and you just walk around and there's even like a meme online right now, sexy robot. I don't know oh, if you've yeah. seen that. Like no, I have people not. think he's super sexy and like like the sexiest robot in, in history and all this so um, like it's Data a very pretty sexy i don't i don't really that's true that's true wow that is that is <laughs> no you should look this up it I is will. horrifying entertaining it, it is the reason why the internet exists <laughs> right now it is unbelievable uh it is really really great but i like that i think it merged this great it doesn't it doesn't dive too deep into that. The robot, you know, is seems like a. Are you seeing this meme? I can see your <laughs> smile right now. I, um, there's, yes, there's, yeah. so there's a there's a, uh, there's a headline that says yes. Netflix knows some Lost in Space fam thinks robot is hot. <laughs> yeah, robot is hot. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. So you wow. know, it's just yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Welcome, welcome to our modern world. I'm so happy that I have learned this. Uh, <laughs> Okay. So anyway, so I, I liked what they have done uh, with 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 that stuff, with the visual and practical effects. I think everything sounds looks great. I think I like the robot. I think he was like I said. That's what I was going to say is that he is he seems to be a formidable figure. Yes. You don't know if to be afraid of him. Uh, you don't know if to be afraid of for Will. You're not sure if he's going to turn at any moment. In fact, there's a lot of tension oh, here, especially in the middle episodes yeah. of what and who and why he's there. So I like that a lot. Yeah, I agree. He, again, as a character is, is so good. And he almost, you know, we almost get some Groot with him, you know, where he really only says danger or danger. Will Robinson or a danger, Dr. Smith at one point. Um, but we really do get, um, that with each thing he is, he is communicating. He is connecting with Will and, yeah. I, I really I really like it. I'm looking at uh, at because this is just where I'm at right now. Uh, so Brian Steele is the is the actor who is in him. He is he was the original Harry in the Hendersons. Um, he oh nice. Was or Harry I suppose from Harry in the Hendersons. He was yeah. Um, he's been in um, Underworld, so he's been Lichens and stuff like that. He was in Hellboy. He was in um, he he was one of the the terminators and terminator salvation so uh, yeah just uh, he's in predator so just cool um cool stuff for for this guy and and for it, much like much like doug jones he's very physical yeah. you know in this role we don't and we don't see his face so well done well done for that i even like yeah. the small touches he's got i didn't i i counted now i'm forgetting though i think he's got six fingers or seven fingers on his on his hand so he's even though he's bipedal because he's imitating will he is still slightly alien you know yeah and he had like two thumbs is kind of how it worked it was just interesting i i, th I thought that was such a, a good way of um of doing the robot so he's not on wheels good, good creature design yeah no exactly not on wheels or on any kind of yeah it's it it is a a believable but also you realize it is it is a dude in a suit yep. on some level but it, it still works yep 
So with that, and, and we kind of alluded to this as well, we've got Dr. Smith uh, with Parker Posey. He was just excellent. And she, the entire time, uh-huh. you cannot figure out her motivations. And I, I'm talking up until the last 30 seconds of the show, right. you cannot figure out why she does everything that she does. And I love totally. it. She, she very yeah. much reminds me of Baltar from Battlestar Galactica. Oh, absolutely. Yes, exactly. Conniving, looking out for the self. It, she is, again, the selfish uh, foil to the family unit. It yeah. is the family exists to protect each other, to look out one another, to sacrifice for the others. And she is the self-serving, selfish, conniving uh foil to all of that she's and the saying, antithesis like, no, of it Lib- yeah exactly because she has no family she really hasn't we even see no her name kill, uh, try to kill her sister or at least at least drug her and tie her up to take her place i mean family means nothing to her exactly exactly it's all about self yep and it's just it's it's good like that that is what you if, if you're storytelling especially if you're looking for drama in between mm-hmm. characters it's a great thing to see because when as soon as she starts to manipulate oh. one of the family members, you see how that can pull a strain and she's pulling strings and wanting to, you know, force one person to hate the other. You know, she pretends like she's a, a therapist, oh, a psychologist so to get and into so their that's, heads. It's so messed yeah. up. So she gets them to tell, you know, a tell secrets and she's able to use that to manipulate others and it's just it's a really it's very, very good. It's yeah. a great point counterpoint to that family unit. Well, just a scene that illustrates that is when she's locked in that closet and um, she she gets each one of them – because in the main, I guess the hangar sort of of the, the Jupiter 2, she gets to each one of them at, in turn and just – and finally, you know, finding their cracks, you know, where they, where she can, she can open a drive a wedge and she finally gets one and it is, and you know, it's coming and it's yeah. so tragic, you know, because it's will she, she gets, you know, and then ultimately turns his, his protector and best friend on him. It, oh, it's yeah. Yeah. It, I didn't know. Did you know Parker Posey was in it when you started watching it? Yes. In fact, that was one of the reasons why I decided I was going to watch it. Okay. I love Parker Posey. Yeah, yes. she's she is one of my my favorites. And um, so, yeah, it, it was good to see her again. No yes. Doubt. Always. I, I had no clue she was in it. And of oh, course, no, that's good. That's good. It was the best. And of course, the first um, first episode, I'm like, where is Dr. Smith? I know Dr. Smith is a huge part of this. And then she yeah. turns around and says it. I was like, no, this is amazing. Yes. Oh, I was so excited. Yeah. So, yeah, that good. was that was that's great. Good. Um, well, in general, I, th- I mean, is there any, th- any other moments or any other things that you just want to make sure you hit before we kind of talk about where are they going in season two? No, I don't think so. I, I think, like I said before, there was, and I think I agree with you, you know, eight episodes worth it, it. They kind of stretched it into 10 Yeah. and I wish they would have focused on just the eight. I think it would have been a stronger season, but again, I enjoyed every yeah. moment of it. I, I think it was excellent. The production values on par. Man, it's good. It yeah. was very, very good. And I can't wait for season two. Genuinely, I'm excited. Yeah, me too. Uh, and now that I mention it, though, we haven't talked about Colonel West at all. Yeah, and I think yeah, that's okay, telling. sure. I, I, he's there. He's present. He has a chicken that's funny and, you know. 
Yeah, he's kind of odd, and I'm yeah. not exactly sure. It seems at some points they're trying to set him up with Judy. To, with Judy, yeah. and it feels a little weird and icky. And yeah. I'm not sure if maybe she is um, 18 and looks younger. Yeah, and he exactly. looks. He is, you know, 30 and looks 40. You know, it's. It, yeah, it's just it's a little strange, and I I don't know I don't know where they're going with that. Yeah. I, I I have a feeling that perhaps they were playing more into that, and then in editing they were like this mm, this is it not work. working. Yeah, yeah. He, he so is thirty. What year is it? We're in two thousand eighteen. He's thirty six, and she is eighteen. Eighteen. Yeah. Yeah. And like yeah, just eighteen. Like as she looks younger, even. And it, it helps, I suppose, yeah. that she's playing a doctor. She's gone through some like, um, some advanced early training in order to, to get ready for this mission. But I'm she's sorry. She's definitely it, smart. She's yeah. definitely whatever. But still, it just felt a little icky and weird. It did. Yeah. And he, I think he did a good job. He's funny and stuff. But oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I just don't think that relationship worked. And I hope no. they, they kind of shy away from that yeah. uh, even more. He needs to just be the uh, goofy guy who is willing to kind of put himself into danger yeah. and be you know the the hero but also have an ulterior motive but not so right. that he's hurting others but more you know what i mean he's like he's a smuggler he, he smuggles he's booze, a smuggler you know whatever he's, yeah. <laughs> he's the hand he's the hand solo yes. of lost in space yeah. this is that what he needs to be he needs to be the heart of gold yeah but you know kind of a little bit of a swindler yeah exactly yeah, yeah. All, all that to say yeah i i I think that's all that needs to really be said about him. He's he's great. He's wonderful. Just don't be creepy. So, uh, season <laughs> yeah, don't be creepy. <laughs> season two. Where, where do you think we we ended up? I suppose where um, where the robot. Where we assume because Will says so. Where the robot came from. Well, or at least does he say that, or does he say this is danger? He says it's danger. Um, you know, I ooh, hit my mic. You know, I assumed that. It was where he came from because he had drawn that picture and had pointed to it yes. and said danger. But, you know, it could have been running from it. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, it that. feels like I don't know. Maybe maybe I misunderstood something. Maybe, and you know, obviously, if you're listening to this and, and you want to remind me or whatever, please do. But I, I'm not exactly sure that's what it, I think it is just a dangerous place. Maybe he has just come from yeah. or is trying to get away from or you know who knows who knows what it is but as so far as we know they have traveled you know at the end of the episode like a black hole slash wormhole slash faster than light travel of some kind opens up they that go comes through from it, the resol- creature thing right the yes that the yeah. the technology the egg thing that the creatures are or the robots are fighting over yeah um you know robot gets sucked out into space and this thing in you know pulls out all its tendrils and connects itself to the drive or the technology of the ship and then opens this wormhole and they go through it into this new this new galaxy yeah so, i don't know so and i think what i do like is that they haven't written themselves into some plot corner you know they will still be at at its heart a family that is lost in space we aren't right. Um, you know, we didn't get shipped home. We're not suddenly back on earth or we didn't get, um, you know, the authorities weren't back after Dr. Smith in many ways. We are exactly where we left them. You know, there's nothing crazy, but we've all, the family has grown tighter and we have the unit 
together, separated from everybody else and lost. And I think that is solid for what this is. This is not an overly plotted show. Right. You're right. It's all about the characters. Yeah. And they're all together exactly where they should be to go on another adventure. Yeah. There's no doubt. Yep. yep. And, and it totally. kind of doesn't matter. All right. Well, that kind of brings us to the end. You can always find us on Twitter at The Next Trek and on Facebook at The Next Trek Podcast. Uh, thanks to everybody for listening and, and uh, you know, keep on keeping on. Live long and prosper. 